Chester Copperpot! Don't you guys see? Don't you realize? He was a pro! He never made it this far. Look how far we've come. We got a chance. Chance at what, Mikey? Getting killed? Look, if we keep going, someone's really gonna get hurt. Maybe dead. Besides, we gotta get to the police. Maybe Chunk already got to the police. Maybe Chunk is dead. Don't say that! Never say that! Goonies never say die! What is it? Hockey mask, ice cold, and popcorn. I am your host, Mike, as always, joined by my smart aleck co-host, Sean. Chow. Chow. I think you might have already used chow. I have not used chow. I think you may have already used chow. No. We're going to go back and roll the tape. Find that out. Go ahead. I didn't use chow. I'm pretty sure you have. We're already at episode 14. You already gave me a hard time. I'm at episode 14, and you can't even come with anything unique. Killing me over here. So um, your mama, how about that? <laughs> well played, sir. Sorry, well, sorry. Well, well, well played. <laughs> sorry, mom. <laughs> so, uh, how was your week? Anything exciting? Uh, yeah, it was, it's been a busy week, but a good week. Um, I had a birthday not too long ago, so my brother had sent me a book to read. Uh, it's Ooh, like this weird thing up. with, with yeah, because it needs to be because <laughs> you know me, I don't like to read, right? <laughs> I can't read. Um, no, but he he sent me a book because he thought I'd be interested in it. Um, it's called Ready Player One. I don't know if you've heard of it, but what was it called? Ready Player One. Ready Player One. Yeah, no. it's by um, Ernest Klein. Um, I really didn't know if I'd be into it or not, but uh, it's a story. I think it takes place in 2044 where this kid, uh, teenager, uh, basically this eccentric guy who created a environmental game that it's called the Oasis that the whole world is involved in, kind of like now. They all play it. Oh, it's like a Matrix. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like that, yeah. So anyway, he dies and he leaves a video will. <laughs> and it basically says if you can find three keys within this environment, this oasis thing, it's huge, it's humongous. You know, he will, um, you'll get his fortune. Oh, okay. So it's like a Willy Wonka on the Chocolate Factory. It, it kind of like that is, but his world is humongous. And apparently, f- after his death for five years, people have been looking for these. You need three keys in order to unlock something and get in and get it on. And basically, um, it's been five years, and people have been looking all this time, and finally, you know. A, key has been found by this boy and it follows along the whole story so i'm i'm getting down through the book but it seems really great because because the guy you know the creator of the game you know he's really into the 80s so he makes there's tons and tons of 80s culture related oh, items in the, in the oasis if, yeah in the oasis so there's like movies videos Games at all, and it mentions them. It talks about them, and if you yeah, love but the game, the book is set in twenty twenty forty four. Yeah, so nobody playing it would have any idea what the heck they're talking about. But he was so reference. like everything in there is referencing it. So they kind of you learn about them through them. There's video games you play, yeah, Pac Man, and all these other games that you know so well. So if you love the eighties, like if you listen to this podcast, I think you would love this book. Oh. I'm not getting paid for it, but it's a really good book. So oh, okay. Eric, I appreciate it. Thank you very much for the Red, book. What's it called again? Um, Ready Player One. Ready Player One. Oh, Ready you know, Play. Ready like a video there, game. Ready there you Player go. One. Okay. Yeah. You know what's <laughs> neat is I also looked up. Um, it's got a Facebook page. I think I'll go out there and like that. But um, um, 
the mo- the movie rights were bought two years ago. Oh, okay. And it's going to be coming out in about another two years as a movie, and it's becoming really neat. big. So if you go to the Facebook page and just start looking at it, it's got a lot of information, and they're doing some viral stuff and contests. You can win a DeLorean, I think. Um, but anyway, <laughs> it was kind of cool. <laughs> That's kind of a weird prize to win, a DeLorean. Yeah. Huh, so. All right. All right, here you go. That reminds me of a... Um, I've never read the book, but that reminds me of, uh, for anybody who's ever watched the show Community, I don't think you've ever, you know, no, Community no, I don't catch that like one. a half-hour sitcom about these guys, all these people who go to a community college, hence the name Community, but they had an episode where one of the people who go there, his dad's super rich and dies, and he leaves his will in a game, and they have to put on these, like, these VR glasses and go into the game to try to figure out the puzzles and get to the end of the game to, to win all of the dad's money. Um, so I wonder if that was based on something like something you want to no, write. Maybe. It probably was. I mean, it sounds like it's the exact same plot. Um, so that's interesting. So anyway, yeah, if you like Community, then there it is. It was there you like, go. It was last season. So okay. you have no interest in looking it up, do you? No, I don't. <laughs> no, you really don't. I'm like trying to get you sucked into it. You've got absolutely no interest in doing it <laughs> at all. So all right. I'm not, I'm not going to try to sell you on Community. But for everybody else, Community is a good show. All right. So uh, Hockey Mass High School is in Popcorn. Um, we are at episode 14, 14. which is just awesome, by the way. Congratulations. We're six more to go to 20. Yeah. <laughs> we got to think of something to do. Yeah, for 20. like Or 25, I don't know. Whatever is better. Well, we just 25 is, of course, better. We got to do, well, I think we will wait till we get to 50. We got 10. Let's wait till we get to 50. I don't know. We'll sure. Um, all right. So this week, uh, for everybody who's a fan of the show, you know, the first part of our show is dedicated to our current review of our previous nostalgic film uh, from our last episode. And our nostalgic film from last week was uh, The the Goonies. The Goonies, 1985. I was getting ready to say cult classic, but it's not cult classic. A family, kid, classic yeah. adventure movie. Yeah, I couldn't think of the adventure best term. Movie. Yeah, yeah, adventure yeah, movie. There we go. That's probably the way to go. Um, it was a uh, you know, Steven Spielberg um, movie. Yeah. Uh, did, did really well. Um, it was 19 million to make something like 62 63 million dollars in, in domestic uh taken which is pretty darn good um we both rated it very highly sean you gave it a i gave it a 4.87 there you go and i gave it a 4.8 so we went rented it watched it what do you think i'm you know what i for, this is sad again i do this i think every week i forgot my rating my nostalgia rating i gave it <laughs> so i gave it my current, current. rating current current rating um, and then I had to go back and look at my nostalgia to see how close I was. <laughs> I knew I was kind of close, but I wasn't sure. But I'm leaving it the same, I guess, the same exact number, 4.87. Oh, all right. So nostalgically and current speaking, it pretty much held yep. up to exactly held what up you to what I thought it was going to hold up. Yeah, you know, I watched it, and I do have fond memories of this movie. And God God forbid, I, I, you know, we're going to pick at this movie a little bit because we're, you know, again, we're not critics, but we're going to pick a little bit at it. Uh, because you see things differently as an adult than you did as a child, uh, so I'm still. You know, I'm going to keep it at 4.8. I, I can't go higher because a couple of things just really annoyed me about it, and I'm sure it's just because I'm older now and I can't I can't take some of the stupid shit that was going on in that movie. Um, this is the first time, both by the way, that you and I kept our ratings at the same. From yeah, the previous. Yeah, you kind of have to keep it that way because I know I have. Uh, yeah, Becky or, or or Maggie would probably literally shoot me. If I if I disparage this movie too much because we mm. both love this movie, so I'm gonna be nice. I'm gonna be nice. I'm not gonna go lower than what I originally stated, but I can't give it can't give it a five. I wanted to. I was kind of thinking this might be I, the movie I'd give it I a five, too. but I can't. Yeah, I thought I was gonna give this a higher, at least in the four ninety four point nine something. Yeah, I really wanted to give this one a five because I remember this movie so fondly, 
But, you know, it's like everything else. You, you, you get a little bit older, um, and, you know, you have kids of your own, and, and you kind of look at these things, and you can't, you just, you, you can't do it. Um, you know, one of the things that, well, first of all, <laughs> I thought this might be a good movie to watch with my daughter. She She's six, and I, I remember The Goonies as being harmless. Of course, I, th- I mean, I must have been at least 15 when I first saw it, right, because it was 1985. Yeah. But I remember this movie being completely harmless, and with when, you know, the first five, what, five, ten minutes of us watching this movie, they have the scene where Chunk... Uh, the, the chunky kid <laughs> knocks, <laughs> knocks a statue <laughs> off the table uh, and, and uh, breaks the penis off on, on the statue. And, you know, they're talking about trying to glue it back on. And, and my daughter is sitting here going, Daddy, what are they doing with that? Why would they have that on there? And I was like, oh, this may not be the most appropriate movie. And actually, I'm kind of glad that we stopped watching it. I mean, it was her bedtime anyway, but I'm kind of glad we stopped watching it at that point because there was a lot more gruesome scenes. I don't want to say gruesome, but Scenes that probably would not play to a, a six-year-old uh, very well. Yeah, I don't know. Six, I think, is a little young for that. My son, I wish that he was home. He's on um, at the beach with his grandma and his uncle, so uh, he missed it with me. But I wanted to watch it with him. I think he would have enjoyed this. Yeah, well, yeah, he's eleven. He, he probably would have enjoyed this, and he's a boy. Yeah, I think it probably plays better to boys, uh, maybe at that age, than than it would to a girl. So, what was the first thing that uh, kind of jumped out at you? I mean, there were so many classic things that I remembered from this movie. You know um, what the first thing that jumped out at me hmm. was hearing Chunk say shit. <laughs> I mean, it was yeah. like right in the first like couple minutes, yeah, like was. minute or two when he, was, he, he was on when he for like came two or on three screen. minutes, right. And he had said shit, and I was like, oh, oh hello. <laughs> hello. This is the type of movie hello, it is. Hello, Chunk. Because what were they? Yeah, 14, I didn't, 15 in the movie, right? They yeah. weren't that old in the movie. I didn't remember that. Yeah, I don't remember. I didn't remember that kind of cussing either, but they said they dropped the S-bomb a couple times. You know how many times they dropped that S-bomb? Uh-oh. Tell him. Yeah. It was 13 times. Holy cow. Oh, and I was 19. 19? 19 bombs? times. And not including the time that he, when Data spelled out, holy S-H-I-T, uh, you know, because okay. his, apparently because his mom and dad didn't want him to cuss in the film, so they had him spell it out. Uh, Isn't that funny? funny? Yeah, that I mean, is they, funny. They thought well, that yeah, out. yeah, because they weren't, I mean, he was a kid. They were all kids. Yeah. So, actually, I don't know. I think 15, they weren't being portrayed as 15. This guy, those kids weren't even in high school yet. No, they were younger so, than yeah, that. So, yeah, they had to yeah. be younger than that. Um, yeah, one of the first things that kind of uh, jumped out at me was the social differences in movies now uh, about teasing fat kids, right? Because in this, I feel bad. I, I kind of feel bad for Chunk in this movie. I mean, I didn't realize it when I was a kid, um, you know. But the, it was just different. And yeah, the first thing they do to this poor kid is like he just wants to come in the fence. And they're out there basically just teasing the hell out of him, going, you can't come in. you got to do the shuffle. you got to do the shuffle. Yeah, the shuffle, um, shuffle. You know, and, of course, they show it. The first scene of Chunk is him. Where is he? He's at a pizza shop, right? And he's playing a video game. In one hand, he's got, like, a shake or an ice cream. In the other hand, he's got, like, a piece of pizza, and he's got spaghetti sauce or pizza sauce on his face. Yeah, and you're like, smushed uh, against the glass. Yeah, smushed against the glass because, of course, he's fat. He's got to be sloppy and, you know, whatever. And I was like, oh. God, I feel so bad. Have you seen him now? Yeah, we looked at him, I think, together on uh, IMDb. He's yeah. like, I mean, obviously he's much older, but he shaved his head, looks nothing yeah. uh, and, like the child. Well, now. he's really skinny, obviously. Well, obviously, because, yeah. yeah, he grew up. I mean, I'm sure probably when he got old enough, he probably hit the gym, go back and start beating everybody. He told him to do the shit. Probably a year shuffle. after that movie came out, he was already <laughs> lost, probably. Yeah, well, good for him, though, you know? Yeah, well, I mean, you know, he didn't, didn't want to stay fat the rest of his life, but I just, you really don't see that type of thing. Uh, in movies today, right? It's generally if you're teasing a fat kid, yeah, you're, you're mean. It's not considered a friend thing to do. You, you know what I mean? Well, you know, really they were the Goonies. They all had their own little 
goony thing, you know, I guess. Yeah, but the and other they all accepted each teased. other. Right? I mean, Chunk kind of. was the one I who guess was, he was Chunk. He, he, he was, was really teased in his own. Right, Mostly, right. yeah, he yeah. was. I mean, he was he was the fat kid. He was a goonie. He was a klutzy one, yeah. and, you know, he's the one who like, had to do the shuffle. <laughs> I was just like, oh, I felt so bad. I did. That, he that did remind me, of course, when I was a kid, when he everything, you know, that Chunk touched, he broke. And that was me when I was a kid. I was named uh, Mr. Destructo <laughs> by the neighbors across the street because I'd break anything I touched, you know. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, Mr. Destructo. Right, that's know. weird because you're so uh, – maybe that's why you are. Maybe. Yeah, you're so anal freaking retentive about everything that you own today. Everything is just has to be perfect and put away right and packaged right and carried right and moved right and looked at right. You know, you're just not one to – let things just how's it my finger right now <laughs> is that right do i have my finger you. up right saying that you're a bit of an anal retentive douche it's not an insult it just it is what it is did you like and it, you know they did a classic 80s um device in this movie which you know i'm sure we'll see a bunch of other times because it was uh and i'm using air quotes here uh, it was a new technology back then um you know when they so the movie well for, for anybody who hasn't seen it i mean we're going to spoil the movie anyway yeah. so yeah, the movie's about a bunch of uh, of uh, friends. Um, I think there's four of them, right? And uh, yeah, I thought there was more. Yeah, it seemed, it seemed like there should have been more, but there wasn't. Not including so the girls, Data. right? Well, yeah, yeah, right. There wasn't him. There was Data Mouth, and did you ever learn Lawrence? I think was his actual name. No, Lawrence was Chunk's actual name. So there was Data Mouth, uh, Chunk, Mikey, Mike. and Mikey, right? So those are the four Goonies, and then the brother. His brother actually comes and joins him later, right? And then the two the two girls. Uh, come and join them, but by accident. So, anyway, they're getting ready to have their house sold out, uh, the whole neighborhood sold out from under them, and they don't really ever say why. I don't, don't think it matters anyway, but... And then through, a, I guess, a freak accident while going through the attic and cleaning things out, they find this treasure map and, you know, these little clues, and they decide, you know what, there's this big treasure out there. Let's go and find it. We only have one more day to, to live here at the goon docks, as they kept calling it, um, and, and be goonies, so why not go and do it? So they go on this big treasure hunt, and, uh, you know, they, of course, end up finding the treasure. And along the way, they get stuck with some bad guys who were counterfeiting money, which I didn't remember that at all. Not at all. That's no. the reason for them being there. The whole opening, I didn't remember. Yeah, and I don't remember them killing those two guys. Yeah. You know, I, I didn't remember that at all. That was weird to me. So, yeah, and I, I didn't definitely didn't remember the opening with the whole fire thing, which, by the way, those cops suck. I mean, the <laughs> fire was like, what? Whatever. Waist high. Yeah. Jump over the damn fire, dude. Oh, I mean, no. Seriously. <laughs> oh, no. There's a two-foot fire in front of me. What will I do? Oh, I don't know. Walk over the fire. Because <laughs> the fire was like, what, maybe two inches wide? I, seriously? It, it was very comical. The, I very slapstick. It was. It was very Keystone copy. Yeah. Well, this whole Keystone movie was very yeah. slapstick. Yeah. Um, so they end up going down through all these little, you know, Booby traps set by the by this booby traps. Booby, that's what I said. Booby traps. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> that's what I said. Um, and anyway, so they end up finding this treasure and following the bad guys, and 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 they end up uh, keeping the gold or getting the jewels and, and saving their their homes, basically, right? So, but in the attic of uh, Mikey's attic, when they go up there and there's all the stuff from the um, uh, museum, and they find the treasure map. Did you notice the uh, those little electrical lightning? Oh uh, yeah, the yeah the ones thing, that you could touch. Yeah, because to yeah, that was like such a neat thing in the eighties. But I mean, I've been looking at that, going, okay, well, why, why is that in the attic? One, 
too. What does that got to do with pirates at all? Because they kept saying, oh, all this old museum stuff and pirate stuff is up in the attic, and we can't go up there. And you go up there, and then these two, it just seemed really weird to me. Like, why are those up there, and, and why are they even on, right? Because he goes up there, and there's, like, one little light bulb that keeps blinking it, on off, and they have flashlights. It wasn't on when they first went up. Yeah, I right. noticed that. Yeah, so someone had, tur- to me, that was just weird. They, but, yeah. But it had nothing to do with pirates, but it was a new thing. So they just kind of threw them in there, like, ooh, look at this cool science-y thing. It just, it now, now, now. Now, you don't know pirates that well. Maybe <laughs> they, it was a big thing back in the day. You don't yes. know. They all had miniature yes. electrical uh, <laughs> things that, uh, on their pirate ships. I'm sure that's what, exactly how that happened. So anyway, that, that, that just made me laugh. But, you know, I, I liked I liked everything in this movie. I liked the tone of it. I loved, you know, it was fun. Um, you know, the, the only thing that really annoyed me was the kids. I couldn't really? stand. You know what? I couldn't stand about them one acting was not great but wow i, I totally went to totally opposite on that really Go ahead. yep oh no the acting kind of annoyed I, me i you know who i thought acted the best mouth who? mouth oh really Corey feldman of all people i didn't think that he would be you know because he's he's got a weird little attitude about him in all his movies that kind of smug yeah, makes you want to punch him yeah in a way mm-hmm. but but in this movie it worked the way the character who he was well, and I, I like that little brush he kept carrying in his pocket. Yeah, I back when his I had hair, hair back. I remember that from the everybody used to have a brush. Just envy him, yeah, brush envy. <laughs> oh yeah, it was. I was like, Oh brush, I remember you. <laughs> I remember needing that. Yeah, that that was neat. That was a good throwback. I mean this definitely had a nice eighties feel to it. Um it was all it was all very eighties, but I couldn't stand the constant yelling. I mean, Chunk, I, I mean, I would literally, I could never have been friends with someone like that who can't just simply talk to you at a normal room voice. But every scene he was in, and, and he comes in and starts, it's just screaming. Mental just, note talk Just screaming. <laughs> Writing this down. It did. I couldn't, I couldn't stand the kids. They were just so over-the-top kitty. You know, like, you know, we, we've been friends for a long time, and, and, you know, we've done some stupid things, but they're just just the way that they acted like when they're on their way to the shack right they have the map and and they're going to the shack and you have to count off a hundred steps or whatever from that thing and then you know you see them like linked arm in arm and skipping and and then it was just too much i'm like okay boys don't don't necessarily i don't think act like that i mean i don't remember ever being okay i have like that i have an 11 year old boy and he's got a friend and all that and i think they nailed him Really? Yeah. They just goofy. They do goofy things. Well, they're doing goofy things is one thing, but it was just so... I think they just went over the top They're noisy. To they're running around. Them kids. I, That's all. But, you know, we've talked about this in previous movies. You have two hours to tell a story, and you want to portray well, I people. I get why they and, do it. Yeah, no, but... I, mean, well, I get yeah. why they do well, it, but then, sometimes it's annoying. And in this case, I, I found a lot of their uh, scenes with all those kids just annoying to me. So it, it kind of drove me nuts, which is really the main reason why I couldn't I couldn't bump up to a five because it was just, ugh, hmm. just drove me nuts. Yeah, wow. T- too much screaming, too much just you know everybody just talking on top of each other and and the yelling and stuff like that. I, I kind of drove me a little bit nuts. You know, I, I don't know what it was. I did I did smile a lot. I mean, I found myself just remembering things because of that movie, you know. And I just, oh, big nostalgia. I mean, how many scenes yeah. did they have of MTV? Yeah, uh, the Cindy Lauper video of that—that <laughs> that was like, oh man, I remember that. And then they had TVs with, you know, no cable, right? They had the the antennas uh, on the TV and stuff like that. So yeah, you know what's sad mm-hmm. is I got that MP3 after I, that Cindy Lauper, good enough. Because <laughs> <laughs> I you? remembered it, and I forgot all about that until I 
Theater. Watch the that. movie well, and I'm, bam. I'm laughing at you, but I've got Cindy Lauper two Cindy Lauper two color. Okay, my, see, I, my iPod's two. Nothing wrong with Cindy Lauper people. No. All right, yeah, what whatever, I say. whatever. True color. If you can, you can't listen to True Color and not like that song. I don't care who you are, unless you're heartless, you're gonna like that song. <laughs> Sorry, that's just how it is. That that's a good song. Well, I don't know. I mean, good enough was pretty good. So I I download. I don't know if it's gonna end up in my rotation, but you know, it was <laughs> good just to it. have it. You know. So now you can no longer ever say it's good enough. I don't have a Cindy Lauper song. <laughs> there when that go. question comes up, you'd be like, you know what? Yep, I have one. There we go. But she was, you know, another iconic thing from, and she was in an '80s movie too that we may end up getting to. I, I think she was. Well, you know, um, she when she recorded this movie, uh, reading about this song, you know, it's called "Good Enough," but the studio and all that made her change it. Well, not they like had the ad on the tag. The Goonies are good enough. You know, the well, Goonies wait, are she, good enough. she wrote the song for this movie? Or yeah. Was, oh, I didn't know that. Um, I thought yeah. the song was already out there, and they just took it for this no, movie. No, no. Oh, well, that would explain why they played it like three In times, fact, but. she didn't even like it herself. She didn't like it. She didn't want to perform it. She didn't even put it on the album until 2004, I think it was, or something. Oh, wow, really? 2003. Oh, she's being all anti-establishment. They probably paid her a boatload of money for that song, too. They, um, She plays it now at concerts, and she's embraced it, but because people want it. Yeah. I was reading about it. That's yeah. what made me download people it. Age, I got right? nostalgic yeah. about yeah. it I mean, when I started that's doing it. fans. They all want that nostalgic uh, feel back to it. So if you don't know, wait, go check that song out. Cause, uh, it's, oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. All right, now I have to go download that song now. I don't know. I, I thought about it, but forgot all about it, but I, I, I will now. So, you know, the other thing about it, and um, I, like I said, I didn't remember it from, from being a kid was, you know, and, and again, I'm glad I didn't have my daughter watch it. You know, was the dead guy in the freezer scene with Chunk. <laughs> and, of course, who do they have in the freezer there with Chunk? I remember that being much funnier when I was a kid. I remember thinking, oh, my God, it's hilarious. You got a dead guy in there. But now I'm thinking, holy crap, they left the fat kid in the freezer with a dead guy. I'm talking, what kind of nightmare is that poor kid going to have yeah. for the next couple of weeks? Because that guy was laying on him. It was falling on And he wasn't like a, a peaceful dead guy. He had the bullet no, hole yeah. right in his head. Um, I mean, he was clearly dead, and he's, like, falling on him, and it just keeps hitting him, and he knocks him down, and he's stuck in this freezer with him. I kept thinking to myself, oh, that's not as funny as I remember. I was like, that poor kid's going to have some weight. traumatized. Yeah, oh, absolutely. He's going to wake up. You Maybe know, that's why he nightmares. lost so much weight. You didn't want to go into the refrigerator. Ah, uh, there we go. You don't want to go anywhere near it again. <laughs> <That's good point. laughs> I did. I felt so bad for him. It just, it just goes to show you the sensibilities change as you get older and you look at these things. Like, that's, oh, that's me now. That poor kid's going to wake up his parents every night. <laughs> They're going to be so tired. They're going to want to go and sleep in his bed because he keeps dreaming about dead people sleeping on top of him the entire time. So did she say anything about that scene? No, she was in bed before that even came Oh, out. okay. Yeah, yeah, no, no. That's what I was saying. I'm glad, I, I'm glad she, oh, okay. I thought I'm she glad was I put her to that. bed. Yeah, I don't know that she would think that. Although she might have thought it was funny. But see, now Jake will probably think that's funny. I don't know. I don't feel like it's funny. Well, I guess the way it was played off. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because as you know, he, as a kid, he's looking at it, and going, "Oh, that is kind of funny." You know, not really thinking of it as an actual dead guy, but as a parent, you're like, "Holy crap! That, that kid's traumatized. That's you know, therapy, but his therapy money. That's definitely going to be be some issues about that." The other thing that um oh wait oh, sorry I thought you were no what was I sorry doing? I didn't mean to keep just rolling on here I thought I didn't want to interrupt you that's what you do that's, yeah, that's, that's how you roll that is how I roll and I got shit to say I'm going to say it um did, did you did you like how many um uh, uh, shots of the underwear? There was in this movie. Did it stand out to you, or am I just a pervert? It, it, you're a pervert because I. <laughs> I mean, I don't even remember underwear in this. What? What? Oh my god! I felt so bad for um, uh, the, the female lead. I can't remember her name now. Oh, 
how bad is that? Andy? Was it Andy? Um, every time that she was in the lead or had to walk away, you remember she was just wearing this little tennis skirt. And every yeah, time I know she the had, tennis skirt. Yeah, and every time she had to walk away, they, they just showed her undies. And I was like, what? Every single time was her underwear. Uh, every, every little thing that she walked through, there was underwear. Every time she jumped, there was her underwear. And I'm like, what? What is the deal with it? I don't remember that. Okay, well, it was based for... I mean, I personally think it was for teenage boys, so... Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm sure that's why they did it. I don't think it was... But you know, she was editing. probably underage, right? Well, she was think? born 59, I think she was born. 1959, I think it said. So she would have been... No, she was she was over 20. Okay. So... Oh, actually, I mean, she was playing a teen, a high schooler. So yeah, I mean, she was she was over okay. over eighteen without a doubt. Because that'd be really highly inappropriate for them to point yeah, that to out. Do you that know, the to entire do that. time. Yeah. <laughs> well, she she was clearly you know she she obviously did not mind because even when she got a little traumatized, remember they were down in the hallway. Yeah. Yeah, and she's like, I have a nice body. Why wouldn't I let him look at my body? Who cares if he wants to look at my body? I should just let him stay and look at my body. I was like, uh, okay, settle down, you know, a little bit. And then that's where every scene that they had, it was her with that skirt and the underwear. See, it got you. It worked. I guess, but, I'm, you know, I'm 42. I <laughs> should not have been <laughs> noticing that, but it was, you know, maybe it's the bigger TV. You know, you watch it on the bigger screen, it's so clear uh, that they're doing that. You know, the first one I thought, oh, well, that was probably just an accident. And then you see you know, it again and again and again. The more you like, keep talking, the, the more I think, edit, edit, edit. I'm going to be up all night editing all this out. <laughs> just, you know. So, we're going to go on some government watch list. <laughs> it's, it's not going to be good. Sorry, I'm sure I'm not the only one. I, if you've seen it, you remember that. It's it's out there. So there we go. And if I saw it, I don't think I'd admit it as much as you've gone on about well, it. Well, I'm just merely bringing it out as a point, you know, something that you notice as an adult. That's the point of our current reviews is to pick out things that we noticed as adults that we did not notice uh, as children. And let's just recap. We're talking about Goonies, a movie, and... Yeah, yeah, not, not okay. Yeah, not not underwear models in general, but whatever. I did like I did like the whole uh, kissing scene. Uh, Thought you would. Sean asked. Now that was cute. Come on, I did too. No, I that did was too. Cute. Because you know, I I don't think I've been in that particular situation, but there's been certain situations when you know you're in the dark with a girl and you know someplace <laughs> and you want to kiss her and and that kind of moment was you know yeah I mean because they, they light up to it kind of cute where it was like they get ready to go in the water and he's like hey you know Mikey was like hey hold my hand and you know she held his hand and of course she's thinking he's just a little kid but you can tell he's kind of kind of sweet for her and it was just I don't know that was just a cute scene um, and uh, you know I, I like how she kind of walked out of there with Martha Plimpton who she was I don't remember her very well from this movie at all, but yeah, I liked her in this movie. Hmm. The blind one. I did, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I just I don't remember having much of a role in this movie. Uh, but you know, she had the funny. I, I don't remember that line, but when they talking about you know, uh, God put that rock there for a reason. Maybe we should just leave that there. That that cracked me up. I didn't remember that line at all. I thought she speaking of that good. damn rock, Josh Brolin's character, Brant, whatever, was trying to move that rock, Brand. and he acted like he was like this. Oh, I know what you could sell. So you could see but the soap paper. You know, he pick, yeah, he could pick that rock up and throw it with one hand, but he looked like he was struggling with it. Yeah, and, you no, know, that was it funny. Was, well, because he just made work. the face for it, but his muscles. I mean, he's in a cutoff shirt, and the guy's got some muscles, so you could see if he was actually straining, and he wasn't. He was just going, but his, you know, his yeah. arms were just, and it was kind of wobbled a little bit. Come on. Well, you know, they weren't trying for over over realism there. They were just going for the funny part of it, and that was a funny part of it. I don't know. And then what do you think about uh, Sloth? Sloth. Um, good good makeup, actually, I think, for that character. 
Um, for 1985, it wasn't yeah, that bad. It wasn't that bad because that one eye was lower than the other one, so it obviously wasn't his real eye, and it, it moved around a lot and tracked with his other eye and most of the time. But it, it was fun. He was a fun character. Yeah, and he had nice, the nice little ear thing bending down. Yeah, bending and, down. And, and that was another one of those things where I don't remember him being in the movie that much, but I watched it again, and he was in it quite a bit, actually. You know? And they had some cute scenes with him with the whole feeding the baby Ruth thing. I thought that was pretty funny, and, and picking up poor Chunk again. And what do they do? They put the fat kid and the mutant together, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> you know that sloth guy? I, he's, I, I'm going to butcher his last name. John Matuzak? Mat- Matuzak? Matuzak? Matuzak. You know what? It sounds really good. Let's go with that. <laughs> he he died of... Um, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. He died on June 17, 1989 at age 38 due to heart failure. Oh wow, he was a big dude. Yeah, well, he he actually used to play for the Oakland Raiders. Oh wow! So oh yeah. A, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I didn't know that was him. Yeah, so he he acted as well, and decided he's done several movies. Holy though. cow! Quite, quite a bit of roles in different movies, and yeah, he but, was a beast in the ra- yeah. on the Raiders. He died. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh well, there we go. Way to bring the podcast. There we go. And Did, we talk about the frog <laughs> I rolled over on the way in today. <laughs> yeah. So oh this. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm walking up Mike's driveway, and sure enough, there's a frog. I was like, "Oh, look a fr- oh no, a smushed frog, guts all <laughs> hanging it was out." Like a classic cartoon, too. yeah. Was it like tire tracks over the frog, and he's just completely smushed? Yep. Yeah, but thanks for pointing nice that job. out because that was that would have sucked if uh, the daughters had seen that because they always <laughs> run up and down that driveway on their bikes. <laughs> that, that oh look, Kermit! That could have been traumatizing. Oh, oh poor Kermit. <laughs> so anyway, what else jumped out at you for this movie? Um, I did, you know, I didn't go up my rating because of some of the things in there that they tried to reach too far on, like the candles. They kept calling the dynamite. They called them, oh, look, candles. And Come on. I don't care if you're 12 or whatever age they were. Brand. What did you call them? Brand. Brand? Brand. Brand. Like a brand of. Yeah, like a brand of milk or a brand of car. (laughs) Well, brand (laughs) should have known that that was dynamite and not. Candles. Well, you know, they called it a candle, but they lit them when she was playing the piano. They lit them there, and nothing happened. Because, you know, those were candles, which when they picked them up, they was all dynamite. So, uh, okay. unless Data had it in his bag. I got you. Yeah, because when he gave them over, they all said dynamite on them, and then they lit them by the, the piano. I thought that's where the explosion was, because I knew there was an explosion here with that dynamite somewhere. I thought it happened there. But then the candles just kind of worked. No, <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. No, those oh, were actual candles. When they put them out of the bag, oh, look, candles. Those were all dynamite. It just pissed me off. <laughs> nobody knew that there was any idiots. I mean, yeah, you are a goonie. <laughs> Brand should have known. <laughs> Brand should have known. Yeah, and that clearly, though, is not how uh, dynamite really works because that guy died, what was it, 19, what they say it was like, 1928? That was 70, 80 years ago. The dynamite's been sitting in a dark, dank cave. Did you ever watch Lost? Oh, yeah, when that dude blows yeah, up. Yeah, when the guy blows up because he was like... It's unstable. Yeah, well, because it was made back then. They used a certain, you know, whatever they used for it. Nitro it very, uh, Yeah, it was very unstable dynamite. Uh, and sitting down, as soon as they picked it up, they should things should have just blown up on them. But yeah. it would have been a whole different movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's some artistic license there, but that would have that would have made it for a very short movie. Uh, some other things that stuck out that, you know, made me smile, but... 
I don't know if it was need to be put in. Like when something would happen, they would make a sound effect, like a cartoon sound effect. Like when Data fell down that trap door and he was falling and he used oh, his pincher zone. Right, yeah. 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 It sounded like a cartoon and all that. I mean, okay, it's a movie and all that and add it in. So I mean, it's... I, I make me smile, but I have a problem with it. I don't well, know, you because know it was mean? a very serious scene, and they hadn't really done it before, and they just kind of threw that in there. And me. he fell like they watched him fall for like I don't know a hundred miles. It felt like, yeah. and then but when you saw how far he really felt, it wasn't fell, that, it wasn't that, that far. The rope, the rope reached it. And let me tell you, I, I remember those plastic teeth. And there's no way that's holding. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not like he had an extra huge hydraulic. How do you know spring. what he did? Yeah, he might have done he something. Didn't they too. showed you the little teeth? It just went click. <laughs> they, there was <laughs> there was no big hydraulic on that thing. It wasn't made out of metal. It was plastic, and it's crunching into the rock. He's but, lucky he even got onto that rock. You know, I mean, he yeah. could have missed it. Yeah, poor data. I mean, because those were some serious punji sticks down there at the bottom of that pit. <laughs> that would have not have been. That would have been another weird turn for the movie. Even when um, brand. There we go. Very well. You're going to keep, you know. I'm gonna, I, I, didn't say, I didn't say anything. You just said it. Dude, who names a kid Brand? Uh, apparently, Mr. and Mrs. Mikey. I, I, thought don't, it was, I, don't I really thought names. it was Brant because I was like, you know, I've heard of Brant, but no. Brand. Yeah, I don't know. So, you know, at one of the scenes in the beginning, uh, Brand swings at Mouth, I think it was, over him or Mikey, and he ducks, and it goes, whew. You know, like this, you know, like, you, like I didn't get does his that. arm go that fast <laughs> that it makes a swish sound when he goes over his head? Yeah, <laughs> I didn't catch that. Yeah. yeah, not at all. Oh, that's funny. Corny stuff like that. You know me, <laughs> I'm going to see that. Yeah, but you know what, honestly, that that's probably what, yeah, as kids, we thought were, you know, was was awesome about her. You know, with those little those little touches like that. Probably helped make a, what could have been a darker movie a little lighter. You know, because most of those scenes were where those little funny things happened were, were kind of dark scenes. So that kind of helped lighten the mood a little bit, you know? Yeah. So I got to say the uh, the water slides, still love that scene. You know, I was focused on hmm. that the water slides were water slides. Oh, yeah. Clearly that wasn't rock, right? Yeah. It, oh, yeah. God, it would hurt like a yeah, bitch. Yeah, no, right. Because <laughs> if it was, even if it was a rock, then just the middle would be smooth where the water was running down. Not the entire tunnel. Yeah, well, the ent- if you think about it, how long was that water flowing, and it, you know, slowly the water diminishes over well, then time. It, yeah, so. but it wouldn't make a perfectly slender right. bowl. It would not. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. They were they were definitely they pushed that one. Yeah, they did. And for some reason, when they all jumped, came out at the end. Yeah, they were all in different tubes. different tunnels. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was weird too. I was like, what? Uh, okay, but I just missed that. They could have shown a little split off or something, right? To yeah, more... I guess they could have. That would have been something neat. But I like that. I still thought that was neat. Like, woo, water, water slides. <laughs> And those were, those it was like, fun, though. I mean, that was a fun moment. This movie, a lot of this fun movie moments. was still fun. Don't get me wrong. I mean, yeah. We're picking at a little bit here and there because, again, we notice these things now. But it was a fun. It was a fun movie. I, I love the contraptions, the the traps that you know. Yeah. Even though they didn't make sense, like uh, Chester Copperpot was killed by one of those rocks that were suspended in the air, and it came down and crushed him. You know, and they found his. Bones on the yeah, ground. Yeah, but the, the traps that all of the rocks should have fallen. All of them would have been already down, so yeah. it's like, it makes sense. Maybe that one just fell by mistake. That was like the third or the fourth one, third of the four that were hanging, and that one. Right. It's funny, too, is as when they start dropping, they show you all of them, you're like, how did you not notice, notice that? Notice that? Oh, you like, can see them because they show yeah, a shot they of them and, and they don't notice them. Yeah, I'm I'm like, see like, really? Them. You don't see the, the rocks. rocks Look up. <laughs> Look up. I'm still kind of curious as to how the pirate managed to even get them up there to begin with, but. You know, 
There you go. That's I think he has some else. kind of tool to. I don't even know how they would have done that. How did he tie it? Anyway, but well, some of the gadgets they, that they ran into when Mikey uh, turned that key, and mm-hmm. then his arm got stuck in that thing, and they're watching this ball roll around, and this, you know, ropes right. and, and stones moving up and down. Just go over there and stop the ball. Yeah, yeah. Or you know, cut the rope or whatever you got to do to make this thing stop. <laughs> I mean, just stop watching it go around a big circle. I, mean, I thought they did a nice job. But I of, liked of, it all. At least the traps it had like old pieces of rope and yeah. it was made out of wood. You know, so so they kind of had those things, which I thought was was neat. Like you know, in Indiana Jones, when in the very opening scene there, when he's running through it, you have all those darts. Remember, he steals the golden idol and he's running back, and all those darts are flying. Like, well, okay, well, what's powering those darts? Right? What technology do they have back then that was going to store compressed air hard enough to shoot a dart that far that fast? You, you know what I mean? Yeah. At least this was they showed it, and it was kind of like okay, yeah, they, they kept it somewhat, somewhat realistic. And uh, I, you know, I, from that perspective, I did like also the the Rube Goldberg machine that the kids had in the front yard to let Chunk in. Mm. Remember, and they had the, the bowling ball and rolling down right, and all that right, kind of stuff. Right, right. I wanted to build one so bad. <laughs> Um, Scarlet liked that scene. She got yeah. to see that. She thought that was funny. Yeah, that that was that was cute. Although again, it could have taken you thirty minutes to do that as opposed to just walk. I mean, your your house wasn't that far away from the front steps. Just go walk out there and let them in. Might have been a little bit quicker. If you don't know what Rube Goldberg machines are, have you heard of that term? I have. For those who don't know, I'll just give you a little education. Um, Light it up, teacher. Yeah, Rube Goldberg was a Pulitzer Prize winning cartoonist who drew whimsical machines that achieve simple results um, in difficult ways. So go on YouTube and Google Rube Goldberg machines, and people make these kick-ass things in their houses <laughs> that go on forever just to, you know. Just to do something. Just to do something so stupid. But they huh. spent hours doing them, and uh, you can you can waste hours watching these <laughs> machines. They're incredible. So you can wait, waste hours watching somebody waste hours yeah. building a machine. Awesome. So if you like that scene of that whole opening up of the gate just by doing that, you'll love. I didn't know they had. Things. I didn't know that was like a thing. That was like a mem. They have they have uh, videos out there of people doing that stuff. Yeah. It's wow. Crazy. I wonder if it was all inspired as part of the Goonies or just inspired by himself. Probably by himself. Yeah. I mean, it's a. It's a I mean, it's fairly common. I mean, yeah. I, I didn't. I never would have thought of that uh, as part of the – but that's exactly what that was. So, good pull. Look at you, man. Yeah, man. You know? Yeah, man. Only, I'm telling you, not only do we entertain, we educate. Yeah. And isn't that what everybody wants in their entertainment? Education. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I really don't. I just thought it was yeah, interesting. I don't I don't. Either. It was cool to me. I just really like that those machines. I've seen them before a lot. I have a game that you make these kind of things um, on the computer, so it's fun to do that too. So what do you think of the uh, the ending? See, that I, the ending – it kind of pushed it over to me not, not making it higher because it it didn't make any sense to well, me. You are in higher. Okay, I don't care if it makes sense. The movie is not real. It can't even be real. <laughs> this way well, yeah, uh, I get it. But, you okay, know, so I'm in my I escapism. I lo- loved it. That whole set with the boat and the yeah. water and the cave and how the color of the blueness of the water and the, like, mist over top of the water and how that ship was real, by the way. That was a real... Oh, know, ship it? size and everything to scale and mm-hmm. beautiful. Just it was. I so you think it. they actually built that? Wasn't just a perspective thing? That you think that wasn't a perspective? It was a hundred and some odd nine feet long. Oh, they actually built they yeah. built the real ship for that. Yeah. Oh, I thought that was just a perspective thing, and they just used a set when they no. got on top of it. Oh, that, that, that whole thing was real oh. set. La-di-da-di-da. That was that big. That's huge. Wow. 
All right. Well, there's the 19 you know, million. I was kind of wondering where the 19 million came into play there. Well, there's probably a couple million right there. It's also funny is after they did that, they wanted to get rid of the boat, you know. And, you know, they're trying to give the boat away to people. Nobody wanted it. So they scrapped you, it. How would you not want a pirate boat? Uh, I don't know what people you say. Give it to me. I'll take that boat. <laughs> exactly. Are you kidding me? Yeah. How good of a treat for it would that have been? They <laughs> just scrapped it because nobody wanted it. I can't so they believe tore it. it apart. Yeah. Oh, that's a shame. It's insane. It's insane. That is insane. Oh. All right. Well, there we go. Yeah, I don't understand. If you put a, a one ad in the paper, free boat, you would think someone's going to come and, <laughs> yeah. and get that boat. I'll go get it if it's a John boat. <laughs> <laughs> Although, really, what what would you do with the pirate boat? I don't know. You'd have to be rich to keep it. I mean, have to be, right? Because how is you going to take care of it and do all the, you know, where are you going to dock it at? I wouldn't be docking. I'd be out in the open water, you know, pirating. Pillaging. If you could afford it, I would take it and, like, put it, like, in your backyard. You'd make that, like, a fort. How awesome would that be? That would be neat. You know, because that would just be, you'd be the, definitely the number one kid on the block. I would also take up my neighbor's yard as well. And Oh, you know, yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah. But if you had that kind of money, I'm assuming you had a big yard. <laughs> if you could That's afford true. to buy the pirate boat, you probably have a, a fairly decent-sized yard. <laughs> now, I'm, I'm not talking about the, the action, the adventure. All that stuff was great. But for some reason, and it's just, you know, by the way, Sean Astin I thought was okay uh, in this movie. Yeah. Uh, you know, Mike Kelly was all right. I mean, none of that kid actors I thought were all that great. Uh, Josh Brolin, I thought, wasn't all that great either. Um, although it's still hard to imagine that that's actually Josh Brolin uh, yeah. doing that. That's you see his face, though, and it's like, wow. You can, see it, you can definitely see it coming in, but I was like, holy crap, it's Josh Brolin. Every time he gets mad. Yeah, <laughs> then he starts screaming, you can see it. <laughs> that's funny. Uh, yeah, for some reason at the end, when he's up, when he, they finally get in and they find... Uh, Willie, Willie, one-eyed Willie. One-eyed Willie. Which do you, did one-eyed Willie mean penis back then, too? I was wondering Or do you that. always think it started from there? Yeah. I don't know. I've always known when I really is a penis. Yeah, so. but did you know it before 1985? No, do I don't remember? know. I can't, I don't. I can't. I didn't retain that information. Mm-hmm. But anybody out there who's really good at looking, what's the what do they call the history of words? Entomology of a word. Find that and, and, and let us know. I'd be curious to see where that started. I don't at. think I want to know. <laughs> I don't know. Well, yeah, I'm not searching for it. I don't <laughs> want to be putting it in. Don't, don't be putting one-eyed Willie in your search bar because it's probably not going to come back with any good result. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I guarantee that a penis will show up way before, <laughs> <I'll guarantee laughs> before gonna, that guy. You're going to be going through pages and pages of porn <laughs> before you get to actual any real data on that one, so be prepared. Um, no, when they did the uh, the ending scene there, Mikey's talking to one-eyed Willie. And he's, he's like, by himself. Yeah, he's like, I always knew I'd find you, you know, this, that, and the other. And he starts crying. Like, what do you mean you always knew? You just thought of this like three hours ago, yeah. right? And he's like, that was the original Goonie. I'm like, no, you're, he's a freaking pirate who, who set this up, killed his entire crew to keep it a secret. I'm like, he's not a Goonie. <laughs> like, he, you know, he's a cold-blooded murderer. I just, I didn't. I didn't like that scene for some reason. I don't know why. And his tearing up and stuff. I didn't either. Yeah, it was too I, much. I'm with you there. I thought they went overboard with that whole part of it. Like it, you didn't need it. it. It didn't have to happen. Um, and, and I don't know. It just. I, didn't, I, I think. Didn't like it. I think what happened was he, he translated wanting to stay in the town and becoming, hopefully, finding the treasure to become rich and turning that into this emotion of really, you're the greatest thing in the world. Yeah. Well, maybe. But so, you know, the thing I, you is, know. is, I hadn't, I, I hadn't seen this movie in I don't know how, I don't know how long, right? I've always kept snippets of it here and there, but I haven't seen it front, you know, start to finish in, in ages. So, but I always remember seeing that scene, and and for some reason, I thought, you know, before I watched this movie, that that this whole one on Willie thing, that it really was like a a big thing to him. Like he'd always 
looked up to him and it, but he hadn't he had right. just found out about it I mean, like three hours ago and now all of a sudden it's this big huge emotional investment I, di- I didn't buy it I thought it was too much yeah. they, t- they tried to cram it you know it's basically like Steven Spielberg just basically saying open wide you know and let me cram it in there to you it was he it was had an earlier much. scene too and he did that too and a little like convincing the guys come on we gotta do this and Chester uh, I think oh, the yeah. clip in the beginning I played a little bit you know he's talking about Chester Copper, copper Pot and all that and I was like Wow, you're so emotional about yeah. this. The, the only real emotional part, and this is probably why you thought that uh, Mouth did the best, was when they found the, the wishing well and they thought it was the treasure. And yeah. she's like, you can't take those. Those are dreams. Um, those are people's wishes. And he picked one up. He's like, well, you know what? I'm going to take this one because this rep- – yeah. yeah. See, now, that I, made sense. I could see where he's upset about it. He's losing his town. All right, great. That was a good emotional scene. I bought it. No problem. But, yeah, that last part of it just just didn't like it. It had a couple of those good emotional scenes. Yeah, like and some that. of them seemed to work, but that one, especially oh, no, at the yeah. end, because they had gone through so much, they had finally gotten there, and here it was, and yeah, you, you blew it from me. You know, and he told them, like, just give me a minute, you know, and he gets his little speech, and he turns around, and they're all standing there looking at him. Mm-hmm. I was trying to say, what the fuck? <laughs> you not listen to what I say? I said, I just give, give me, me a, a minute. minute. Right. Now, where did they get those? all those candles from? <laughs> yeah, they were right? all, all hold something, right? Were they all dynamite all of a sudden? Yeah. I mean, where did they get those <laughs> Your candles? chances, you finally grab the dynamite, you know? Yeah, at the very last one. Yeah, you when grab. you needed it, when you really yeah, needed it. It says right. dynamite. And, you know, I've never actually seen a piece of dynamite, but does every piece of dynamite actually say dynamite on it? Or I mean, TNT probably. or dynamite, I yeah. Mean, probably, right? But in the movies, they always do. I'm, I'm just curious. I've never seen a a live stick of dynamite before. I would assume. I mean, I if, if the Wild E. Coyote, you know, <laughs> has a piece of dynamite, and is, I always think it says TNT, yeah. It's got to say something got it right for safety reasons, maybe, yeah. but I, I can't imagine ever someone giving me a stick of dynamite, and whether it says dynamite on it or not, you're going to know that's dynamite, I would think. You know, in small print, it says light this end, too, at the very top, you know. <laughs> light and hold away from face. <laughs> hold away like, from face. the firecracker. <laughs> may, may cause burns. So yeah, I didn't. I didn't like that that part at the end. Of course, how happy do you think? <laughs> how happy do you think Chunk's parents were? And Chunk walks up to Sloth. You're gonna come live with me now, and I'm gonna take <laughs> care of you. You think his parents are like, "What the fuck? No, you are not." You're you a, know, he looks so crazy, crazy too, man. right? He comes off of that beach. Don't you think people would be like, "What? The, what? Who? What? What yeah. are you?" I mean, yeah, I know, right? Yeah, and, and no one said anything about I, it. I, I'm not trying to make. I mean, obviously, he has a disfigurement of some sort, and it's tragic. Like but for being dropped on his head twice, yeah, <laughs> that was fun. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but come, on, I mean, I couldn't help but like I'd be running in fear regardless. I yeah, think. yeah, but even still, all of a sudden he just or staring a, at him. He's like, now just adopted this yeah. these, these people. She, I, you know, as parents, I'd be like, seriously, really, this is what we got now. We got the fat kid, the mutant. This is good. Um, so you know, that didn't really have much else to share. Like I said, I liked the movie; it was enjoyable. I just couldn't give it a five. Uh, you know the. Loud kids. <laughs> I definitely <laughs> get older. Them damn kids. Yeah. Uh, and that ending just really kind of threw me off. I will say this though, I did like the bad guys. The old lady, great. She was. I thought she was the best of the three. Uh, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. By far. Yeah. Well, yeah. And the other guy I didn't get the singing. That was weird. And Joe Pantaloni, Joey Pants. He didn't really have much of a no of a scene. I like the whole hair thing. You know, I like the two. I like any oh, two. Oh yeah, Always I'm not going there. The no, guy. no, no, I'm not going there for that this time. But it, it made me laugh when he kept saying <laughs> it's not a toupee and it's falling <laughs> off. You know, and but yeah. Oh, poor bald guys. 
so anyway, yeah, I didn't really have anything else to add. Um, yeah, that was good. I thought the ending was nice. They find the jewels in the little marble bag and had to have its happy ending, right? It did. It but did. you know, the boat comes out right, and they had the bag of jewels. So are, are they going to live off the bag of jewels? Because they're waving to the ship like it's gone, right? Yeah, it's, it's never coming back. A couple hundred. I mean, they're in a go they're, in a, they're in a port town, right? Yeah, they have you boats. have boats. Someone go get a damn boat and get the rest of that treasure off of there. He's like, yeah. bye, Willie. He's waving. I'm like, <laughs> bye, Willie. Shit, go get yeah. it. <laughs> someone else is going to claim it. Yeah, I agree. Because it's just going to sink eventually, right? Um, and then someone else will go out there and get it. Although, you know, they poured out all those jewels. And I guess that was probably a lot of money uh, in, in jewels. Yeah, but, the way he poured out of his bag. Yeah, out of the bag. But, you know, is that enough to buy? Because there's four families, five, six families. I don't know how many families need their, their houses bought, but. You know, even back in 85, it was a decent-sized house, four or five families. You're thinking, that's got to be at least a million dollars. I don't know that I saw a million dollars worth of jewels in, the, in that bag. I, it, I it assumed, like yeah. It was that much. I assumed when, a long time ago when I watched it, I was remembering that I thought that when they got the ship, it came out, and they got the ship. Right. You know, and that's what did it. But clearly, they were he was waving by to it like, yeah. see like, it again. Yeah, we have our jewels. Like, dude, did you count those jewels? I mean... And Willie's dead. And stop talking to a dead man like it bones and stuff. He's <laughs> talk- Remember, in the, he's in there when he's talking to him when he's alone, you know, and they all turn around and and yeah. look at him. He goes, this is Willie, when this I Willie. Say hi to my friends. I mean, yeah. like, you're cuckoo. Yeah, cuckoo. You and, and not to mention, stop acting like Willie was a good guy. You know, he, he stole this money. He yeah. bought the British. He killed people. He killed all of his crew <laughs> to keep it safe. You know, I just I always had a picture there at the end of of them saying goodbye to Willie, and then they go back to the town and realize, well, they have one diamond in the le- and the rest are like amethyst or garnets, you yeah. know, or emeralds. Which <laughs> you're going to get some money from it, but right. you know, you're not going to get enough to buy your entire town back from people. That would have been a a, a different ending for me. Right. So I got my, I got my credits and oh, fun yeah, facts. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead, kick your knowledge to us. So uh, sometimes I don't find good credits; it's just the way it rolls. But I found <laughs> one thing that's in credit rules. Oh, I, uh, I didn't even know look, I did Dad, it. You're being clever. I didn't even know. I didn't even know. Clever you are. Yeah. Um, well, obviously, one the big one was they played good enough. Uh, the song "Good Enough" that Cindy Lauper sings is has a shot within the movie it's like you know she's on TV right doing her thing um, but they play that song at the end of the credits so anyway the one thing that stuck out was sloth is make sloth's makeup it was it was funny they had the creators who made the makeup like he did it mm-hmm. there was four of those but then they had three people to execute the makeup <laughs> so, oh the moving I guess they had to like do the air yeah air thing so the then I was like well that's kind of neat four people to create you know to create it and three to execute it but then they showed the names of the people and the, the all the four people that created it are Thomas Berman, Barry Berman Ellis Berman and then Craig Reardon so Craig of the three people that executed it Craig got left out so just, the, <laughs> just the Bermans <laughs> that got to do that oh, like, you know nice. screw him so anyway uh, fun facts I uh, got a few I'm not going to go on too long uh, let me see. Oh, yeah, I talked about the pirate ship. It's entirely real. All shots were filmed in the ship. Um, that was real. Um, yeah, and, and they scrapped it after nobody would take it, which is really interesting. Um, Chunk, poor kid, got chicken pox right after he got offered the role and they started filming. But he thought that they were going to can him, so he showed up and did all his scenes and stuff. They tried to cover him up, apparently. But, um, yeah, he didn't oh, want to get yeah. You imagine wow. that? Well, I mean, yeah, that that's a role that he will always have. So, I mean, you know, sometimes you got to push on through. 
And they probably would have fired him. I mean, they're not going to hold up an entire $19 million production for one kid. That's right. Um, Data's belt, remember his little gadget belt? Yeah. If you look on his belt, it says 007. It's inscribed in it. And um, and he also listens to James Bond theme when he's sliding down the rope in the Mikey. Yeah. So he's, you know, it's kind of cool because his gadget's in 007. I didn't really catch it. Uh, well, yeah, because he actually calls him, like, 00 negative, right? Yeah. Like, I'm not 00 negative. I'm 007. <laughs> So that's kind of cool that yeah, his his idol, you know, he gets all that from. Um, let's see, producer. Oh, Steven Spielberg. Now, why don't we always had conversations about how we do so much stuff, and and he, you know, what did he do? Wrote this? I yeah, guess. he's written. Yeah, but he did actually direct some scenes. He didn't take the credit for it, but it's, he ended up directing. It's noted that he did. I a guess if Steven scenes. Spielberg comes in and says, "Hey, I want to direct this," scene, <laughs> you like, imagine yeah, that? I guess yeah. so. <laughs> no, come on in. And inside, you're saying. Fucker, fucker, man. You mind if I do this? This is my damn movie. And did you know that there's an actual um, Goonies Oath? A Goonies Oath? Yeah, they cut it out of the film. No, I don't remember that. It's, um... I guess not if they cut it out of the film. No, why would I remember it? Yeah. Well, I didn't, you know, if you know the backstories or anything, if you followed it. It says, I will never betray my goon doc friends. We will stick together until the whole world ends. Through heaven and hell, the nuclear war... Good pals like us will s- stick like tar in in the city or the country or the forest or the boonies. I am proudly declared a fellow goonie. Yeah, that didn't need to be it, in there. So, yeah, I can yeah, see why. It doesn't add anything to yeah, that movie. Didn't make me want to be a goonie. No. You can no. clearly leave that out and I'd be fine. Yeah, yeah. Clear, I mean, we still like the movie regardless. Yeah. <laughs> Whoever cut that was probably made a good decision on it. And then uh, last two... All that water, I said that big set with the boat and all that, you know, all that water they had to bring in and do that. That was 900,000 gallons of oh, water. Crap. That's a lot of water. That's a hell of a lot of water. Yeah, I've seen the displacement on a ship that big. You'd, you'd have to have it. Uh, I'm big. sure the, the ship wasn't floating in that water. They had to have a lot of fun, though. I'm sure, yeah. In there. They I did. Guarantee you know, there's so a fun. whole scene they deleted in there, too um, an octopus scene. <laughs> it was really cheesy. It's on the DVD if you want to check it out. I'm sure you can find it online. But they cut it out where this. Terrible octopus goes under the water when the kids are in the water and it starts rubbing against their legs and stuff and it starts attacking them and taking its tentacles and wrapping around them and pulling them underwater and they're trying what? to get away. Yeah, and then you know to get the the octopus away, they take a, a tape player, they put a tape in and turn it on and put it under the water in its mouth and it goes away and it kind of like does this dance. What? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That, yeah. As it you goes out of water, it sounds as dumb. As it, w- possible. it was cheesy, funny. Like wow, I stood at, stared at it, kind of like what? <laughs> it was a long scene. Wow, that's kind of weird. It was, the, I guess when it was for when they first got there before they actually got on the boat, the squid attacked them. Yeah, I believe when they were swimming over to the boat. Um, it, you know, in fact, I, what made me go look it up was because um, I saw that on the DVD, but I started looking more about it, and even the song they chose a song for it that they put in the mouth. That um, they thought it was going to be this big hit, you know, <laughs> and they didn't want to cut it because they would lose the song. Oh, but okay. you hear it and you're like, that would never be a hit. <laughs> I'm guessing it wasn't a hit because no, I never heard it. Never, <laughs> yeah. no. I'm sure if I knew what song it was, he'd be like, that's a song that was in the squid's mouth. That's it. That's all the facts I got. I have no more. Wow, you are factless at this point. Yeah. Those are some good facts. I like those. Those were well done. I did like um, uh, one last thing before, before we go because I actually had written it down to, to mention it, but I had forgotten. Did you catch all of the different uh, prints? Prints. Prints in the Purple Rain ones. I mean, there was like the, you can just tell the decade, right, or what year it was. Because they had the prints, like a uh, poster in the house, and then Mouth was wearing the prints 
No, so I didn't catch all that. Yeah, references. Prince in the Purple Rain or Prince in the Revolution. Sorry. Yeah. Because it, it was right after Purple Rain had come out. And no, Prince I didn't was catch everywhere. all those. That was funny because that was like the first thing that that uh, uh, Andre noticed when we were watching it. She's like, "Oh, Prince! Oh, look, Prince!" She would because she likes that music. But yeah, I thought that was kind of funny too. All right, so that's cool. There we go. All right, guys. So good movie, Goonies. Uh, we're gonna keep our ratings, both our current nostalgic, the same. For Sean, it was a four point eight seven. For me, it was four point eight. Um, if you got, if you have children, you want to watch this with them, I'd probably say anything over ten. Over ten. Yeah, I'd, I'd give it an over ten before I let your kids watch it. Um, you know, but it's a great movie. If you're from the '80s, you can't help but like this movie. You're going to smile at it. You're going to get some fond memories from it. You know, it's just an enjoyable uh, classic. Good movie. adventure movie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm kind of hoping one of these days, when, uh, one of these days, when Scarlett gets older, she'll sit down and watch this with me, and I'd like to get her her thoughts on it. So, all right. Well, so uh, there we go, Goonies. Um, so for our next one, we're going to go a little bit different. I've been begging Sean to do this one for a while now. Um, and this one definitely is more of a cult classic, I would say, right? Uh, I mean, no. I guess it would depend, right? I mean, it's definitely No, I one. say it's not a cult classic. What? It's definitely one more for the geek, uh, which uh, is clearly me more, more than anything else. Um, so we're going to go to 1984, and uh, we're going to do The Last Starfighter as our next nostalgic and uh, current movie. Yay. Yay. Come on, The Last Starfighter. It was a classic. Look. Look, if you played video games, and I know you did. Yes. Right? Right. Yes. That was every kid's dream playing a video game. Like, you get, you know what I mean? You'd think, oh, I'll do this, and nah, I'm going to go off and, and save the world as part of the Armada. Come on. Come on. Yes. I will. I give it that much. Good start. I guess good plot. Good movie idea. Horribly executed. <laughs> that I remember. That I remember. The you graphics bad. Oh, well, of course the graphics were bad. They were using that. But I remember it being sort bad. of you computer know, back, animated. Back then, you don't realize they're bad until you watch it now. And but back then, point. I watched it and I saw it and I said, "Cheap." You yeah. know, I just I didn't like it. Well, that that's a fair point. I haven't seen it in a while, so I'm curious to see uh, what that was. But I, I loved this movie as a kid. So we're going to take a little bit of a break, listen to the trailer. We'll come back, give it our nostalgic review, give it our nostalgia ratings. Um, I will try to convince Sean that, that this is the piece of his life that he's been missing uh, all this time, and mm. we'll take it from there. All right, see you guys on the other side. You stand between us and the black terror of the Kodash. For every Earthling who's ever dreamed of adventures beyond the stars comes the astonishing story of one who made it. Alex? Hi, Max. Alex Rogan is the last Starfighter. Rated PG. Now at select theaters. Check newspapers for locations and showtimes. Wow, I don't even want to see it just based on that. Oh, whatever. All right, I think you need to give this this movie a chance. I think you're going to enjoy it. That guy did not have the movie voice that most trailer guys have. I can't do it, so I'm not going to try. But <laughs> I was waiting for I'm not him. A, no, I'm just staring at you. Do no, it. No. Do it. But he was try like, it. no, I didn't like that. Um, yeah. Uh, we'll see. And you know what? You're disappointing. Uh, look, this is about nostalgia ratings. I don't remember much the movie, really. I remember how it all happened, what happened. I remember the sucky-ass graphics. <laughs> you're not the characters, you're not the, the creatures didn't get me, I don't think, back then. You know, like, you have to, like, latch on to the... The characters, and I don't think they came out. Their, their characters came out of the makeup, the cheap costumes. Really, I kind of thought they did. 
I, so. I always thought uh, Alex was well. We'll see. It might change. The, yeah, I think you're going to enjoy this one. I do. I think you'll enjoy it more than you think you're going to, but may, maybe you won't. So, all right. So, Last Starfighter came out in 1984. It was a budget of about 12, uh, 13 million. It ended up making about 30, 34 million. So it it made them money. Um, it had a really good life. Uh, yeah, that was just movie gross, but it had a really good life with uh, DVD sales as well. Um, again, anybody who's played video games in the 80s, you know, was going to remember this this movie. <laughs> it's, it's pretty awesome. Um, so it did well. I mean, it, it made some good money. It didn't have any real big stars in it. Um, you know, Lance Gast was the the main character guy. He, you know, he's he's working. He's done some things, but you know, nothing uh, off the charts there. The only guy in here who actually took off, which I don't know if you knew that he was in here or not, um, was a very, very young Will Wheaton uh, was in this. No idea. Yeah, the, the main character is Alex. He's got a, uh, a brother, Louis, and it's uh, Louis's friend uh, in this movie. He's only in it for you know one or two scenes tops. Um, but this was before Stand By Me, before his big breakout role. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, this is like one of his first, his first real starring movie roles. So there you go. Look, big names. Will Wheaton. Well, okay, he's not the biggest name. Will Wheaton. How does the Family Guy guy do it? I can never do that. Right. <laughs> he just does the H thing. You know yeah. what I'm talking about? I, I never do yeah, that. I, yeah, I can't do that. Right. So anyway, he was he was in this movie too. So for those who haven't seen it, uh, Last Starfighter is basically a story about Alex. Um, he lives in a trailer park. You know, a little poor, kind of a handyman guy. Uh, and they have this game there, that uh, video game, uh, right outside the, the trailer office that he just loves to play. That'd be ruined, by the way, sitting out there that long. Oh, oh yeah, cl- clearly. And, and why would there be a video game there anyway? Yeah, at that you place, know, right? Just, just one, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know why that would be there. I guess because it was there for the training thing. But, you know, it was just kind of an odd. An odd if they're trying to find a starfighter, you think you'd put it in a more populated area. Oh, absolutely, like a mall yeah. or city. I don't think you put it in a trailer park. It's not like there's a lot of foot traffic. You know, and the other people who are going to play it are the people who live there. Yeah. Um, so anyway, so they have it there, and, uh, you know, he's, he plays it a lot, and um, apparently everybody in the trailer park knows he does this. Uh, one day he ends up just going on a roll with it and, like, getting the super-duper tu- super top high score and beats the game, and, like, all the trailer parkers around him clapping and cheering, which that doesn't happen for people Never, they, don't, games, they don't give a shit about it <laughs> no they, they really don't um, but it was you know they clearly don't have a lot to do uh, in the trailer park you know I got a high score in Donkey Kong once when I was a kid no one stood around cloud for you. I was really thinking I think, <laughs> like hey I turned around I think people walked away I died and I turned around like it's still I'm impressed with my high score like put my name in turn around like where the fuck they went yeah where's my flowers where's my hot girlfriend Oh, excuse me. So, uh, anyway, he does that, and it turns out that the game was really just a training simulation uh, for... Uh, stop looking at me like that. All right, I know it's geeky, but whatever. Um, so, a recruiter comes down, picks him up to go and save save the galaxy. Uh, he goes up to learn how to be a star An alien player. recruiter. It is, but it's he looks human, human until yeah. he puts the yeah. towel on his face, which was, come on, it wasn't that bad <laughs> of a scene. All right, oh. you can knock it off. So he goes fun. on, and I, I don't want to spoil it in our nostalgia review, so I won't tell you how it ends. But that's basically the plot of the movie. Yeah, he helps. He helps save the the planet, I guess. Right? Well, the galaxy. The galaxy. The planet. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you know. Wow. He's the last starfighter, not the last Earth fighter. Um, and of course, there's a love interest in the, in this movie. Um, and uh, what was her name again? Uh, Maggie uh, in the movie, but it was done by Catherine Catherine Mary Stewart, I think was the actress's name, or Catherine Stewart. Catherine Mary Stewart. Mary. Yeah. And uh, she'd actually done a whole bunch of things in, in the 80s. Um, she's, she was in a couple of these movies, which we'll, we'll probably get to do. The other one that she was in that I loved was the last, uh, or was a, 
Uh, the Night of the Comet. Oh, yeah, she yeah. was in that. Yeah. yeah, I love that movie. I've always loved that movie. Night of the Comet was awesome. You know, I saw that one not too long ago, and it did not hold up for oh, me. Oh, don't tell me that. Yeah, I'm sure the zombies in that were not. Comparatively speaking, I can't imagine that they would hold up uh, to what we have today, but I still I still love that movie anyway. So, Last Starfighter, what do you remember? Oh, wait, I'll tell you I what, just I, told you what I remember. That's, <laughs> no, I'm serious. I mean, well, give, give me your nostalgic review. I'm going to give this a flat two. Oh, you don't even give this an average? You're going to give this a below average rating? Killing me over here, dude. We'll see. All right. Uh, you know what? I just want you to know that it the does have room to go down. movie are very good at getting... Well, you know what? Never mind. I don't want to say that. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, I was say, you're really good at getting hacked or getting in from anybody. Never mind. I don't want you know, <laughs> won't put that out there. All right. So you're going to give it a 2.0 nostalgia rating. Yep. All right. Hey, well, we'll see. It's got room to go up. Still has room to go down. It still has room to go down. <laughs> you left yourself some room in there. I did. I had to leave myself some room. All right. For me, I'm going to give this one a 3.81. How dare you, sir? What? I expected after all the bugging you wanted to do this movie, and all you're going to give is a 3.81. A 3.81 is good. I can say that a better, a better than a above average movie. I'm rating it way higher than I did uh, Friday the 13th. <laughs> that's for sure. I've, that's higher than most movies I've rated. Just a, a little behind the scenes. A little behind the scenes. You have been... Every week when we discuss what movie we're going to do the next, you bring this one up. I'm like, we'll get to it. Let's, you know, hey, let's discuss another movie that may have more interest, broader interest or something. That is true. We have tried it. Because, you know, we're starting off. We're only on episode 15. So we, or 14. The next one will be episode 15, clearly. So, you know, we want to try to stick to more movies that would have a broader reach that more people would have seen. And I spent some time trying to convince Sean that a lot of people who would listen to an 80s movie podcast would love the last starfighter, so I think I'm right. He thinks he's right. You know, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. I, I'm betting that this podcast, the next week's podcast, will probably be one of our, our higher rated, our, our higher rated podcast. Oh, okay. So now you're putting it out there that I'm this just is putting it out there. One of the I'm highest saying, or the highest? Well, we only got 15. We well, we will. Well, it doesn't matter. 15. Let's. I don't know that it'll be the highest all time ever, but up until this point, it will have been our our highest. Let's put it that way. Wow. I'm telling you, geeks stick together, man. My geek brotherhood out there. You know, and this may change. I may love the movie and give it a much higher rating. So I'm I'm just we're talking about nostalgia. Mm-hmm. I have very little of it. <laughs> I I remember that I was probably not that I mean if I if I walked away just going like, Oh, it's okay. You know. <laughs> I don't know. We'll, we'll see. It did make you want to go out and be a starfighter. You know? Not that I, game. It was a dumb thing, game, too. You know, yeah, I, mean, I don't remember the video game overly much. I, 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 I do remember. I, I, I'm against you with the graphics. Actually, I thought, I remember back in the day, I thought those were pretty good graphics, honestly. Um, it kind of had that jerky, brand-new computer animation type of horrible. feel to it. But for 1984, I thought that was pretty impressive. Um, you know, I thought it was pretty good. I, I enjoyed it. I actually liked the scenes more with, with Alex and his brother and then Alex and his girlfriend and they end up leaving that doppelganger behind the fake Alex so she doesn't Oh yeah. It. Oh I didn't remember that till you said it. Yeah, and I thought that whole scene with them making out and the whole you know, sticking he's listening, trying to figure out what he's supposed to do with her and make out point. That whole thing cracked me up. I thought that was funny. You, right, well look I have something to look forward not, to. Not doing it at all for you with this No, thing. you never know. You, I didn't remember that until you mentioned it. Yeah, I thought that was pretty funny. Well the movie's fairly short. I think it's only uh I don't know. Like a 110 minutes Thank or something like God. that. So 119 minutes. There you go. It's not even two hours. So it, you can get through it. All right. But just do me this. Keep an open mind. 
I know you. Don't come back and just tell me it sucked because you don't want to say that I was right. <laughs> because All right? you would. You would come back Wait, and be no, like, what? You oh, th- dude, you so would do it. You would so do it. Even if you liked I it. I would. Yeah, you would. You would cut your thumb off before you admitted it to me. So keep an open mind for our listeners and come back with a true and honest, and honest rating. I, Sean, promise to ensure that I lie to you. <laughs> Whatever. No, I will. I will come back. I I give it. uh, I'm I'm making it sound worse than it probably is. I'm giving it a two because I really don't remember that much. That's fair. If you don't remember, you can't give it a high nostalgia. I can't. And I and I do remember that I did not like the graphics and it was kind of cheesy and the characters did not jump out the the creatures the aliens did not jump out at me like cool cool ass aliens. Hmm. So yeah. All right. Well, I mean, how do you not like that li- that line at the end? And the guy's like, "Well, what do we do now?" See, I don't remember any line goes, at the end. No, goes, I don't. We die. I mean, come on, that was awesome. Uh, you don't remember? See, you're gonna. No, I remember Luke Skywalker saying, "You know," and they use the force, and he takes away the things. You know, go. You know, <laughs> see, I, that was cooler. You're crisscrossing the movies completely, man. All right, just 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 go watch this one. You'll enjoy it. All right, plain and simple. Okay. All right. Anything else? Uh, you want to throw in there? I mean, no, I'm so be, looking forward to it. I'm going to go watch it tonight. This is going to be a short nostalgic review because it's really just me that remembers anything about this movie, apparently. Yeah, I guess. So it was awesome. And the chick was, was fairly hot for 1980. You know, and she looks quite nice today. Yeah, you know what? Me and Sean were looking at this earlier. We always go, of course, do a little prep work. We go out, look at these people, see if they've done anything that would be worthwhile or see if somehow they became more famous than we remember them. Uh, so we always like to check those things out. And, of course, we, we end up finding a picture of the girl who played Maggie. And, oof. Catherine Mary Stewart. Yeah, I mean, yeah. she's 50-something, 50 52, I think. She does not look 50, no, 52 No, no, she is a well-preserved 52. <laughs> preserved. Oh, my gosh, she looked good. I think she looked good for No, 52. she does, but that was, I like that word, like the way preserved. to put that one. She doesn't look plasticky. I'm sure all. she, she just, would enjoy that yeah, <laughs> comment. Yeah, I'm sure she would, too. I'm saying she doesn't look plasticky. She, plasticky, she just looks, she looks good. But she's yeah. not moving in this picture, though, so she could be plastic. That That is true. That could be a... A painting, for all, for all we know, honestly. So you know, who really knows? But it was it was a good one. So, all right. Anything else you want to no. add to the podcast? No. Nope. All right. Well, um, there we go. That's our nostalgic review. Sean's going to give it a flat two because he's a douche. I'm going to give it a three point eight one because I'm you're awesome. bald. <laughs> I don't think it's going to do that, but <laughs> I'm still awesome. Um, and uh, we'll go. We'll rent the movie this week. We'll watch it. We'll come back next. God, week. I hope I don't have to pay for this one. <laughs> I hope it's on Netflix. You know, I'll so throw I can you just the stream box. It. All right, whatever. Um, we'll come back next week. We'll give it our current reviews and, and, and ratings. It should be a fun, lively show. <laughs> so hope you guys <laughs> no. can join us. Um, so as how always, do you reach us? Yeah, yeah. As always, you can uh, uh, reach Sean uh, website hhp podcast.com. Uh, you can email me and Sean directly either at Mike at HHP podcast.com or Sean S H A W N at uh, HHP podcast.com. Of course, we're on Facebook. Just look up Hockey Mask High School and Popcorn. Friend us, talk to us, engage. We'd love it. Um, we're on uh, Google Plus now. So if you want to go out there and look us up there, same thing Hockey Mask High Schools and Popcorn. Get a look, put us in your circle. We uh, have some new friends. Yeah, you know, so let, if you're new, let us know what's going on. And of course, uh, we're on iTunes. You know, feel free to go out and download us on iTunes. 
you know, we, we don't have a lot of ratings out on iTunes. I think we're still fairly low in our ratings. So if you download us from iTunes, take a minute, give us a rating. Yeah, um, we can't even see the rating because there's not enough yeah, ratings not to enough, see. Yeah, there's I don't know how many you have to have to see it. So must be about 500, right? Yeah, well, clearly. I'm sure we're at 420. Yeah, 422 yeah. tops <laughs> right now. <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure that's where we are. Or, or we're at two, me and you and, and maybe somebody in our family. Um, so anyway, yeah. All these bunch of ways to get a hold of us. Uh, lots of ways. Lots of ways. And, and, you know, we'd love you guys if you're listening to the show. Appreciate uh, and, it. And, like I said, we, we see people listening. So, you know, please reach out, comment. We'd like to hear from you guys. And everybody have a good week. And we will see you next week. See you. See you. See you.